Hi everyone and welcome to the UK Partner Podcast. This is number four uh, for 2017. My name is Tom and I'm one of our operations managers here for Uber in the UK. You may remember you heard me back in episode one. Well, I'm here again to talk you through the latest installment of weekly news from Uber. Remember, we have a new episode for you every Wednesday. Uh, You can find the latest episode in the home screen of your partner app or in the weekly partner update, which is sent to your email inbox. Um, I'm delighted to say I'm joined this week by a new guest. Um, Andy, welcome. Introduce yourself. Thanks, Tom. Hey, guys. Um, I'm Andy. I'm Head of Public Policy for Uber in the UK. I've been with the business for over two years now, and I'm delighted to be here to talk to you. Thanks, Andy. Uh, we, well, we wanted to kick off this episode with a shout out to some very special partners who have been recognised by our Uber Greenlight Hub teams. Sasha and Jay from our Stoke-on-Trent team recently discovered that Mohammed Kamal had reached a perfect five-star rating over his previous 500 trips. Incredible stuff, Mohammed. Mohammed was hovering on a 4.99 for a while, but was extremely proud to have made it to a full five stars. He is currently the only partner driver in the UK holding this prestigious position. So congratulations, Mohammed, on a huge achievement. Sensational. Mohammed, but though Mohammed was quickly followed to this milestone by another partner, Craig Challenger, who drives in Sheffield. Craig had achieved this impressive milestone once before, albeit for only for a few hours. Described by Jack on the local Uber Uber Sheffield team as being diligent, considerate and a really nice guy. The five-star rating appears to have been richly deserved, so well done Craig too. Congratulations to both Mohammed and Craig. Incredible stuff. We also wanted to remind you of our Uber Hero competition. We announced this last week, you'll remember. Um, Andy, perhaps you could remind us what the prize is that's on offer. It's a pretty unbelievable prize. Um, So guys, we'd like you to nominate a mate of yours who also drives on the Uber app for being your hero. That means they might have really helped you out when you're stuck in a tough spot or achieved something truly amazing recently that you wanted to call them out as your hero for. You and your nominated hero will receive an ultimate match day experience at Old Trafford next month. All you have to do is go to t.uber.com forward slash UK hero, fill in a really short form, and you will be entered into the prize draw for a pair of tickets. One ticket for you and one ticket for your chosen hero. To one of three matches of your choosing. So first up, we've got Man United against West Brom on Saturday the 1st of April. Then second, Man United against Everton on Tuesday the 4th of April. And then finally, and probably the big one, Manchester United against Chelsea on Saturday April 15th. You'll receive a photo opportunity on the pitch before the game as well as custom shirts with your name and number on the back. We will also be laying on transport to and from Manchester from your city, along with one night's accommodation for you and your companion. So enter today, visit t.uber.com forward slash UK hero, and you can nominate as many people as you like. All the terms and conditions of entry can be found at that link too. And best of luck to everyone. Fantastic stuff. That prize really is a big one. I think the Man United Chelsea game on April the 15th is going to be an absolute cracker. So best of luck to everybody submitting your Uber heroes. We cannot wait to uh, to read through the submissions. Well, next up, we wanted to thank you, first of all, for the feedback that you've submitted on the podcast so far. Uh, this is the fourth in the series, and we've received some really good feedback on how accessible the podcast format is for keeping you up informed and, and up to date on the latest news. 
And we've also uh, received some, some questions on uh, a particularly important and interesting topic which we thought it would be useful to address here. That's one of the reasons why we've invited Andy along um, to talk to us a, a bit more about the worker um, model and the um, employment tribunal in London last year. Thanks, Tom. Uh, many of you remember when Uber hit the headlines here in the UK back in October. Two drivers took Uber to an employment tribunal in London, claiming that they should be treated as workers rather than self-employed. Now, rather than being self-employed, a worker is an employment status that can be thought of as somewhere in between an independent contractor and an employee. A worker would be entitled to minimum wage and holiday pay, amongst other benefits. And in the first hearing of the case, the tribunal ruled that the two drivers about whom they heard evidence should indeed be classified as workers. Okay, thanks Andy. Well, it sounds like there's probably two things that it would be good to address here. First of all, what does the ruling mean for partner drivers? And then second of all, for the two drivers who the tribunal ruled in favour of, do they now have access to these benefits like minimum wage and holiday pay? Well... Good questions. To answer your first point, Uber is appealing the outcome of the tribunal. Uh, just last week we learned that we've got permission to appeal, uh, for, to be heard in court, and we'll be going ahead with the appeal for a number of reasons which I'll explain in a moment. But before I do, on your second point, really briefly, know the two drivers do not receive worker benefits at this time because of the fact that we're appealing the decision. Right, and it'd be helpful just to take a look at the reasons behind why we've taken the decision to appeal. Well, fundamentally, we think there's a really strong case for retaining the current arrangement between Uber and partner drivers who are self-employed contractors, particularly when the overwhelming majority of partner drivers tell us they prefer to be self-employed. Yeah, that's exactly right. At the moment, as self-employed contractors, uh, Uber partners can choose exactly when and where they drive, and we don't set shifts or minimum hours to work, for example, which is why partners have the freedom and flexibility that, that actually means they can be their own boss. As you said, from the feedback we've received when we've, spoken, we've gone out and spoken to partners and we've asked for feedback, the majority of people said they prefer to have that level of freedom and flexibility as a self-employed independent contractor, especially when the opportunity to be their own boss was one of the main reasons they, they signed up for Uber in the first place. Right, you touch on the flexibility that, that comes with driving on the Uber app, the benefits of being your own boss, which partners have at the moment and, and enjoy as a self-employed contractor. Could you describe why these benefits of being your own boss and setting your own hours and deciding when to log into the app and, and where to drive, why could these not go hand in hand with the perceived benefits of being a worker status? That's a great question. So at the moment, the actual consequences of what being a worker would mean for partners um, are still pretty unclear. But it's probably worthwhile me giving a bit of a potential scenario for the people listening. So if Uber drivers were designated as workers, we would have to ensure that those logged into the app took most, if not all, of the trip requests they received and only logged in at times and in places where people actually wanted to get a ride. Now, as far as we're aware, people who work with other apps similar to Uber in the UK, as well as the majority of, of private hire drivers in general, are, have always been independent contractors rather than workers. But if drivers were classified as workers, then things would probably have to change. 
While partners would be entitled to guarantee minimum wage and paid holiday, there would also be less freedom to decide exactly where and when to drive. Now, some people may prefer this kind of arrangement, with fixed wage, holiday pay, that would come with being a worker. But the overwhelming majority of listeners who've told us that they would much rather retain their existing relationship with Uber, rather than have the uncertainty and change that comes with no longer being self-employed. Got it, makes sense. And, and fundamentally, that's why we've chosen to appeal, is because we've heard from so many partners that it's the freedom and flexibility of being able to log into the app and start driving on the platform whenever you choose. That is the reason that people sign up to Uber in the first place, and that's the reason why people really value the partnership that they have with Uber. Well, thanks for keeping us informed on this, Andy. Um, when can we expect to hear more about the outcome of the appeal? Well, we're still waiting on a court date, but the appeal is likely to be heard over the summer, with a verdict at the end of the year. And we'll, of course, keep you all up to date as the situation develops. Excellent. Thanks. Every week, we answer your questions that you leave for us after listening to the podcast. Remember, you can send us a question by visiting our podcast page at t.uber.com forward slash UK podcasts or by clicking the link in our podcast page in the description of this audio clip. All of the questions are reviewed by the Uber team, so please do continue to submit the questions to us. Our first question this week is from David in Glasgow. David asks, what is Uber's view on the new mobile phone laws and what Uber partner drivers are allowed to do within the limits of the law? Now, as a matter of fact, it has been against the law since 2003 to hold a mobile phone in your hand while you're driving. Now, the difference when it comes to Uber is that it is legal for you to confirm availability for trip requests when you are driving, as long as you are using a hands-free cradle and are in proper control of your vehicle. All that has happened with the law at the moment is that the fixed penalty for holding a phone in your hand has increased to £200 for offenders, and they will also receive six points on their license. So, to reiterate, Uber partner drivers can still confirm availability for trip requests while using a hands-free cradle for their mobile. Though please ensure, as always, that the use of your phone on or off the Uber app is safe at all times while inside the car. Our second question this week is from Asif in Birmingham. Asif says, often riders leave feedback about long routes or bad routes. How can Uber help partners with this type of thing? Because it can mean that our ratings suffer and fares have to be adjusted back and forth. Thanks very much for the question, Asif. Routes and fares and ratings are frequently raised during partner events and are also a topic of discussion at many of our roundtables too. We find that partners with the least worry about these kind of things are those who check in often with their riders and ask whether they are comfortable and happy with the route that is being taken. Um, now, we know that, of course, sometimes there may be complications and that happens to everybody from time to time. But the advice that we would offer is to provide a great experience from the moment that you and the rider connect. Ask the rider to confirm their destination um, before you get going and if the destination changes for the for any reason let's say the rider has um, changed their mind or they've forgotten something and they need to head back home ask the rider to update their destination in their uber app the destination change that they enter will then be reflected in your partner app and you can follow the directions and, and again ask the rider if they have a preferred route 
Well, thanks again for tuning in to this week's podcast. Remember, you can submit a question for next time at t.uber.com forward slash UK podcasts. Uh, remember, because you're listening to this on the SoundCloud service, you can go back and listen to other episodes of previous podcasts, and you can also browse other apps on your mobile device at the same time as listening. Once again, big thanks to Andy for taking us through the self-employed contractor and worker discussion. And we look forward to the very next podcast next week. 